the salvos. Tell me I needn't fear. Oh, please be kind. As one trusted resource tells us, like love and fear, anger is one of the basic emotions of the human mind. Extreme anger might cause violent reactions in our muscles and in the internal organs, which is when we begin to become flushed or tremble. Research also shows that when anger itself is frustrated, the individual often develops feelings of hostility and hatred towards other people. But we all get angry, and so does our creator. So is anger bad? Clinical counsellor for the Salvos, Warren Draney, joins us with some great insights. The writers of scripture point out to us um, on several occasions, particularly in the Old Testament, that God got angry. We also see Jesus getting angry in the New Testament, um, particularly in the temple where he cleared the temple and overturned tables and uh, made a whip and drove people out. So we do see that, you know, God was at times angry, but we always see that we, he was slow to anger. I think um, anger is not essentially bad. I think anger is actually a human emotion that we feel. And it's probably better to look at it as either healthy or unhealthy. What you're dealing with with the cause, do the people who come along, were they aware they had an anger problem to start with? Uh, it, it varies. Some people are aware that they have an anger problem. Other people would um, not be aware of it. They would be blaming somebody else for what went on. However, I think when we look at it, one of the, a couple of the questions that I ask them is, you know, what was anger like when you were growing up? in your family home and what is it that you would like to tell, teach your children about anger when I ask those two questions I start to get a bit of a glimpse into how they're behaving and how it's impacting their life yeah because when we get angry around our kids wow it really impacts on them doesn't it it does and it has quite a detrimental impact because it activates within the children um, you know a, a, a sense of insecurity and security for children and for all of us is very important and if children they get a sense of security when they're younger they grow up to be far healthier adults able to um, handle life and their anger so how do you help people to realize what the root of their anger is i think um one of the things that we do initially in the program that we run and also when i'm seeing clients individually is we talk about anger as a secondary emotion by that i mean there are other emotions underlying the anger of our wants our needs our desires sadness grief um, a feeling of being disrespected, all of those underlying emotions are what are driving the anger to the surface and having us express it in a way that may not be healthy sometimes. And then how do you deal with the root of that problem? Is that the way that you diffuse the anger? Well, I think there are a number of things that we can do to um, deal with our anger and a lot of them are behavioural things. I think one of the first things that is really important to do is stop. If we just stop and take a few breaths, I normally suggest the people they breathe into their into their belly to the count of three. And by breathing into the belly, I mean imagine the belly like a balloon that you're trying to blow up. Breathe into the count of three, and then slowly let it out back out through your mouth with your lips together and filling your cheeks with air, counting backwards from ten. Just doing that about five or six times will help calm the nervous system down, which then gives you an opportunity to stop and actually think about what it is that's been making you angry. You know, why did I get angry when that person cut me off in the traffic? Why did I get angry when the kids are making the noise? Why did I get angry when my partner hasn't got a meal ready for me? All of these things trigger something within us for some reason. A lot of our talk going on in our heads sometimes, too, is very hostile towards people, and that becomes a trigger. 
The next thing that you can do there is actually just, once you've thought about it, is choose which way you want to go. Do I want to go this way with my anger or do I want to go this way? Do I want to talk to somebody else about what's going on and get their perspective as well too before I actually say anything? But I think sometimes the best thing we can do is just understand that there's, a, there's something driving that person's anger. They're not angry just because they're a bad person. They're not angry just because they've got a mental health problem or something. But there's something underneath driving that. There's some need or want not being met. I think also, too, a lot of anger comes about because our boundaries get violated. Mm. Therefore, you know, we may react in anger. Warren, you've been running this course. What are some of the results that you've seen as an outcome from this? Chris, I think we've seen a lot of um, relationships get healed in some ways. Uh, I can think of um, one occasion when we were running the group and there was a young man who, you know, was having trouble with anger because anger was always been an issue at home. His, his father or mother had both been angry people. Um, you know, when he completed our six-week group, he also did a couple of individual sessions as well. And in doing that, there was a miraculous change in the way that he acted when he was angry. It's not so much stopping people from being angry, but it's about how we act when we do get angry. We can either be at one extreme where we're very aggressive and violent, or we can even go to the other extreme. We're very passive and we withdraw or withhold things from people. Both of them are unhealthy ways of approaching anger. However, we can find a ground where we can be assertive and we can actually state to another person what it is that's making us angry. And I think that's one of the biggest changes that happens in our courses is that people learn to have a voice so that they don't have to act out or withdraw from other people, but they're actually able to express, I'm feeling angry about this, this is why, and this is what I need to have happen. And when they get that voice and are able to say that in a very calm, level-headed way, that really helps improve their relationships. That's a wonderful way of diffusing it, isn't it? To be able to identify that it's rising within you and then to say, this is making me angry and I want to be that way um, and hopefully the other person will respect you enough to work with you on that. Yes, yes, well, hopefully. I mean, and that, that comes back to that boundaries thing again. If they're not willing to work with you, it really is them trying to lord it over you or power, go over the top of you. You know, and then sometimes, you know, we do need to end relationships. We do need to say to the other person, if this continues, I will have to do this. Tell me I needn't fear. Oh, please be kind. That's Warren Draney, clinical counsellor for the Salvos. One thing that comes up sometimes is the people with an anger problem aren't actually aware of it. So if you need help with this issue for yourself or for a loved one, then contact the Salvos on 13 Salvos and ask for one of the counsellors. In the ancient scriptures, there's a beautiful starting point for us in Proverbs chapter 15. It says, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Light and life, the Salvos weekly radio show.